you want to learn more about effective management, head over to madsingers.com and sign up for my free management training. Welcome to the Mad Singers Management Podcast from madsingers.com, where entrepreneurs and business managers learn and share. If you like the show, don't forget to leave a review. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Mad Singers Management Podcast. Today, I'm joined by none other than Harrison Barron. Welcome, Harrison. Hey, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I am super excited for today's episode. We're going to talk a lot about business startup and some good management as usual. But just before we jump into it, there's people around the world who don't yet know who you are. Can you enlighten us a little bit? Yeah, so uh, my name is Harrison Barron. Um, originally from Long Island, now based in uh, a small town called Belmont, just outside of Charlotte. If you're ever in the area, by all means, uh, send me a message. But um, I have a pretty interesting background. Started out in culinary arts, ended up in a programming degree, and then uh, started as a uh, an unpaid uh, intern and worked my way into an executive role in about three years. And uh, tripled the size of a uh, small business on Long Island. So uh, pretty cool stuff. Very happy about it. And uh, constantly just trying to help as many people as I can. And and the benefit of, you know, the one thing I got to experience is really starting young. I started my business at like 25, 26 years old um, and was fortunate enough to uh, turn a, a passion into a business. Uh, so as I'm sure we're going to touch more on uh, now. Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. That sounds uh, super interesting. And uh, tell tell me more. How how did you start your business? How did it come about? Yeah, so it actually started out from my podcast. Um, so I have a podcast called the Brutally Honest Podcast. If you go check it out now, it's it's been kind of dead during the pandemic because it's an in person show. I'm very adamant about being in person. I rarely accept outside Zoom calls. And my show is about is is no less than an hour and a half. The very rare case it's been it's been less than an hour and a half, but it's usually between an hour and a half uh, and three hours. And so a good good friend of mine, uh, this kid Cameron, he was like, "Hey man, he's like, we, he's like, I know you've been talking about podcasting, and I was consuming a lot of podcasts, and and I had the gift of gab, uh, and I was like, you know what? He's like, are you still thinking about doing it? I was like, yeah, I I am thinking about doing it. And uh, he goes, okay, sounds good. Let's talk about getting one started so he saw me at the gas station one day i'll give you the abridged version was like you still want to do it and i was like yes it, it is something i want to do and he's like let's do it went home that night ordered all the stuff figured out literally everything uh and not that i was the earliest podcaster but podcasting really started to grow a little bit in like 2010 11 12 13 it was kind of big in 2014 2015 that's when people started finding like Joe Rogan, Freakonomics, all that stuff. And then that's when I started my podcast, right when podcasting was like kind of in liftoff mode um, is really when I when I pulled the trigger on it. Yep. That sounds great. That sounds great. And uh, how, wh- how did you get from starting a podcast to a business then? I mean, that's a fairly big jump. Yeah, so I, I knew that I knew how to talk to people, and I worked in uh, I worked as an executive at an IT firm on Long Island, and uh, it was pretty cool. So while I was there, like I said, I, I tripled the size of the business in about two years, which was incredible. Um, we took it from about two million dollar company to about a six million dollar company. Um, but I, I had started the podcast, and I was in sales, and I was meeting a lot of people, and I was kind of leveraging the podcast to get more people to interested in technology, although that wasn't the goal for me, the goal really was just to um, 
have fun and do something I really enjoyed. And it still remains that for me today. But what happened was I was like, oh, you know what? I'm thinking about, you know, these people that were on my podcast because we had spent so long together and many of them were my, you know, business friends or colleagues or whatever it may be. We all became very good friends. And because of that, it it, it quickly turned into this like su- very supportive group of individuals around me. And that was huge. So when I was thinking about starting a business, um, I, I, I saw another marketing firm that I was sending a lot of business to and they were doing something unethical. They were just working with a lot of customers that were all in, a, all in the same area. And I wasn't okay with that because uh, I'm an Eagle Scout, I was a volunteer fireman. And I was like, this is super unethical what you guys are doing. And, and I was not okay with it by any stretch of the imagination. And what what basically happened was I was like, this is this is not only wrong. And I was talking to my podcast guests and like, why don't you go out and do your own thing? And I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Like, I can't be a business owner. I was like 20. I think I was like 24 at the time and or 25 at the time when I started my podcast. And I was like, I, I could never. There's no way that I could ever start my own business. Like, I don't know how to start a business. I don't even know what to start a business on. And yeah. they're like, you know, I saw this marketing company. They were doing eth- unethical stuff. I was like, there's an opportunity here for me to run social media accounts. And I, I happen to be pretty good at it. I could grow them pretty quickly. And I was interested in just becoming my own boss. And that was literally the catalyst to it. Because of my podcast, I was the my podcast guests gave me the ideas for business. And then I went out and executed on those business ideas. And that's literally how I started the business. And it was the most rewarding feeling because it was genuine friends of mine that wanted to support me. And then at the same time, because I was podcasting, it was, I was meeting all these new people. I was talking about all these new things and it made it much easier to, I don't want to say get in front of the right audience, but because I was seeing so many people all the time, it was very easy to, or or much easier, I should say, for those people to recommend to me saying, hey, Harrison's running social media accounts. So you can do video, you can do this, you can do this. And the cool part is, is like when I was doing it, even though I brought this company to millions of dollars, I wasn't getting compensated for it. Um, I, I was young, dumb, and naive. And, and I'm glad I'm glad this all happened because I wouldn't be where I'm at today. But I started my whole business on on my iPhone, and I'm sure you could do it on Android. But that was the, the catalyst this whole thing. There was no like secret sauce, darker meeting, nothing. It was just purely... I think I could probably do this. Let me see if I can do this. I have a cell phone. It's a lethal weapon on social media. Let's see what I can do. And that was literally how it all started. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, it, it it isn't necessarily that difficult, right? Now, it isn't that easy either, but no. uh, really, really, it's all about tenacity, right? Like, it's all yep. about just keep going. Uh, I see, unfortunately, so many people give up. I call it five minutes too early, but uh, you know it's it's always when it gets hard. It's about keep pushing, and uh, yep. again, people are always telling me like, "Oh, you know, I got the wrong idea. I'll start something else, and I'll do something different." And I'm always like, "Listen, you can start a restaurant in a place full of restaurants, and you can make a great business. You can sell yep. the most basic products on the planet and make money, right? Uh, it is very, very rarely about the idea." And it is so much about execution, right? It's so I much. I could not agree more. Sitting down and just doing it, mm-hmm. and that's uh, I. I always get super inspired when I see people who do that. I mean, it's 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 so easy to sit down and make excuses for why not to do things. Uh huh. 
that of taking responsibility for your life and making stuff happen right i i so thoroughly agree it's incredible so but yeah that's a super inspirational story man super inspirational story thanks i appreciate it yeah it was it's uh it's been a hell of a journey i'm uh you know and what, what book is it i'm gonna plug a book here um thinking grow rich uh i believe by napoleon hill and not that i encourage everybody to go read it but there was one part in the book and he's like you don't realize and just like you said right like you you quit five minutes too early like successes are around the corner um and and most people never realize that it's it's literally right there and it's so close and they don't stay in it long enough yeah totally Excellent. Well, where are you today? What's your company look like and, and what's the status of? Yeah, so uh, we're six people strong. Uh, we do, we focus now on content creation, SEO, uh, digital marketing. Um, those those are our, you know, bread and butter services. And, you know, what we really help people, help companies do is just go zero to hero. These companies aren't getting found on the internet. They are, you know, they need more customers. You know, you Google their name, you're lucky if you can find them. Um, and, and for the for the for the vast majority, that is the sad reality that they live in. You know, it's a great example. I'm working with a guy right now and he's just starting up. So I'm not I'm not harping on him, but he's like, oh, I started my website. I did this. And I'm like, you go to Google, you cannot find the guy. Right. And and, and it's it's rewarding because I know that I can help him tremendously. But on the flip side of things, it's also it's disheartening because, and I know that I'm a younger guy, but a lot of these people don't understand what, you know, SEO is or digital marketing or why they even need it. And I'm not hating on that, but, you know, it's like one of my customers called me up one day and, you know, one of my smaller customers and he's the nicest guy in the world. Uh, he's an oral surgeon. He owns a, he owns a hunting reserve and it's, and it's super cool. And Super humble guy, mastered his craft of, of dentistry and, and oral surgery and, and hunting. And uh, I was a little I was a little slow to get to his stuff. And, and, you know, he just wanted it done immediately. And he knew that he didn't have that agreement with me in place. Uh, but it was it was a pressing thing. And I, and I was getting to it the next day. So he calls me up the next day and I'm like, oh, he's calling me up. I, I know he's about to complain. And he's, he's like, he's like, Harrison. I'm like, yeah, he's like, why didn't you tell me you're famous? I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, I Googled your name. And when you and, and I never realized because I've been a guest on podcasts, I write articles all over the place. I'm constantly guest publishing. I have hundreds of YouTube videos. And it was super cool. I ended up, I usually Google my name every few years, but since I've started my business, I don't particularly care to Google my name anymore because I know I'm all around the internet. But it was the coolest feeling having a customer see everything that i've been working on and be very impressed by it yeah that 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 sounds like a good feeling for sure it sounds like a good <laughs> I, I i can i can definitely say it was and what better way to demonstrate seo yeah you know he did he sign up for it no he, he doesn't need it he does a little bit of digital marketing super small stuff but it was just cool to see you know like what we preach you know, I'm a big fan of practice what you preach, and a lot of people aren't. Um, but I, I, I like to think of myself as a pretty smart guy. But being smart and knowing how to implement it and actually doing it is two very different things. And the coolest part is when you know when somebody's like, "Well, how do I know you're going to do a good job?" I'm like, Google my name, right? And they're like, "Oh my god, it's all over the internet." Um, that is the coolest feeling, and 
it shows people, right? And obviously your name is very subjective to to you, but it shows people that there's hope that if they actually listen to what I'm talking about, the potential to succeed is insanely high. Definitely. And I would say Googling your name, it definitely helps if you have a more unique name. So I've uh, I've been pretty lucky in that department, but uh, yeah, I've, I've worked <laughs> with a few friends that have like if you have a name of someone famous, the same name as someone really famous or something, it can definitely it's be hard. a little bit harder. So uh, yeah, it's not for everybody. Not everybody has that luxury. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna sugarcoat that one. But it is super cool knowing that, like, when somebody's like, "Hey, you know, how do I know that what you're gonna do is, you know, is gonna work?" When I can show them the Google results, you know, let alone customers and the testimonials I have, but my own stuff, because a lot of times it's, you know, shoemaker shoes. You know, I'm sure everybody's heard of it, but if you haven't, you know, it's like the shoemaker has the worst shoes, right? You know, the guy that makes, you know, these beautiful shoes either has no shoes or they're all raggedy and it's just comical. You know, I I have friends in many different industries and a lot of times that's applicable and I'm fortunate enough and I I work a little differently and and things that I can I can have other people help me on, you know, is I don't have to deal with shoemaker shoes, right? You know, it's you Google my name, you'll see me, but. Many times, you know, I have friends that own asphalt companies, electrical companies. You go to their house and it's like they're all they do is work and they never work on their own stuff. Well, uh, rule number one, if you ever have kids, think about that. <laughs> yeah. Don't give them the yep. world's most common name. <laughs> yes. Right. right. Yep. So management wise, you have hired some people. You're doing well. What have you learned? Share some of your best learning so far from a management standpoint. Uh, don't start a business. I'm just kidding. Hire people last. My biggest mistake and my worst learning experience uh, was hiring people too early. Um, and, and the reason why I say that is because when I when I when I started hiring people, I just knew I needed help. I didn't exactly understand why I needed help, or I didn't understand how to get the people that I'm hiring to help me. Um, I would delegate tasks. But it was very like, let me show you how to do this. And like, every time there's a question, let me go answer it. Where it realistically should have been like, if you're having like SOP, standard operating procedures. And that is without a shadow of doubt, my my biggest downfall. But at the same time, it's, you know, it's, it's cool because I get to go on podcasts like this. And I get to mention these things, right? Like a lot of people know that they need to hire somebody, but they never actually fully train them. And they never have a clear outline of expectations of what they're supposed to do and what they can expect from that person. When you're thinking about hiring somebody or growing your team, you need to clearly define their job role, which is incredibly important. But you also need to give them the tools to succeed. And I'll I'll paint you a little picture. So if you go to a Legos box, right? You buy a Legos box, doesn't matter if it's 20 pieces or 7,000 pieces, right? You open that Lego box and every single Lego box has a instructional menu uh, guide that will literally walk you through exactly where to put the Lego pieces on the the the, the Lego, right? If yep. you don't, you know, and that's what allows us to build these things. So if you don't give your employees the instructional guide on how to succeed and what success looks like, they're never going to succeed. Yep. That makes sense. That makes sense. This is, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's one of the biggest things when, when you have new business owners, right? I mean, that honestly, that's why I do what I do, right? Because 
unfortunately, oh, fortunately, a lot of businesses, uh, a lot of people start businesses, which is great. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't have a lot of good management background and they don't actually, they don't think through many of these things before they start hiring, right? I have to be honest, I was super surprised when you said the the, the, the most challenging thing you had done was hiring too early because most people are the total opposites, right? Uh, but I yeah. totally get where you're coming from, right? So I think uh, the, the key thing, particularly delegation, I mean, that that's probably the number one thing that I spent the most time on because particularly the mindset of going from a one-man band to running a business is a very, very big mindset shift on an individual level, right? Actually, like yep. thinking through how do I run an actual company? How do I actually delegate? And, and fundamentally, it's really about giving people ownership and responsibility rather than what you said earlier, which is here's a task, do this task, uh, you know, ping me if there's any questions. Like that, that is literally that that's literally the only way where you can become significantly less productive by hiring people, right? Like I always call yep. it the spider in the middle. So you see people that hire two, three, four staff, and they're literally sitting in the middle, managing everything, checking everything, literally still doing everything. And if they're missing an action for a day, the world literally goes under, right? And yep. that's such a shame to see when you're looking at a good business, right? So that that is where a majority of my time goes. So, yeah. Yep. It's, it's you know, and, and now that I'm, you know, older, I like I just turned 30. Um, but the one thing that I've, I've realized now is, you know, if you're thinking about starting a business, I'm not saying don't start the business, but go learn or understand how to acquire the skills that you don't have. Um, meaning, you know, and, and the crazy part is that, like I said, I, I was a volunteer fireman. I've, I've, I've been in the crummiest of situations i've i was an eagle, you know i'm i'm an eagle scout i've i've done quite a bit in my life and i've always interacted with people i love interacting with people and ironically enough like my biggest i can hire great people i i happen to be very good at hiring good people but the organizational structure that i've always had because of the roles that i was in i hadn't fully understood yet so my advice would be is if you're thinking about starting a business Try to figure out where your 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 weaknesses lie. And I knew where my weaknesses lied, and I didn't take the time to perfect them and understand why I'm bad at them. And I'm not saying you need to go get better at them. You just need to figure out what your weaknesses are so you can put the things in place. So I suck at planning, right? So now I have SOPs, and I have uh, Trello boards and ClickUp boards of every single, sorry, every single thing that could possibly happen in my business. So now when I have you know, employees in the team, something happens, not only do I remove myself, but I don't need to think about giving them the wrong advice that could potentially be their downfall. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's so critical, right? But it's also also just exactly as you said, like the, the problem is when you give people tasks and when you tell them what to do every step of the way, they don't learn how to think and they don't learn how to grow and they don't they don't take ownership. And it's not because they don't want to, but it's because just like you said, like, most people don't know how to like most people when you start a business or if you're an employee like you know you look around you and you see what's everyone else doing i will do the same thing and that's why that's also why company culture is so critical right because when when you hire new people if they come in on the first day and see someone else being late and you know no one cares about it 
they'll be late the following day because no one cares, right? Um, yep. And that's like company culture, particularly <laughs> to new people just starting, is it moves so fast, right? And yep. very often people are good at saying like, oh yeah, my company culture is this, this and that. And like your company culture is what your people do. It's not what you say it is, right? And yep. so, so frequently, it is just a question of, you know, people not actually being able to open their eyes and see what happens around them. Um, yep. And I, th I think it's so critical, as you said, it's not just about understanding yourself to, to necessarily fix your weaknesses. It's yep. about understanding where your weaknesses are. So you can, I mean, I, I typically hire myself out of it, right? In the sense that yep. I hire that, the people exactly right. yep. that have the strength that I don't, right? Because here's yep. the thing. I don't want to be the one building all the systems. I don't want to be the one who uh, do all those things that I'm not good at because that will only do one thing, which is slow down growth and it will make me critical to success. And the thing is, as a business owner, if you are the bottleneck in your business, you probably don't have a business, right? Like the thing is, if yep. you go to the hospital tomorrow and your business crumble, you really have a very glorified job and it might make you a lot of money, but it's not really a business. Because in a business, yep. you can take a person out, someone can replace them very relatively easily, and the business will, business will keep running, right? That that is what a business is. Love yeah, that, uh, I could not agree more. It you know, it's a lot of just you know, hire yourself out of the job. So if you know that you stink at something, and it, and it literally does not matter what it is, software can reply, replace a lot of it. It's not going to replace everything, but a lot of it is just figuring out. What are you good at? What are you bad at? Can I can I put an individual in place that can take the role that I would normally have? And as soon as you could do that, your life becomes a million times easier. One hundred percent. So a lot about business and so on. What uh, what what sort of resources do you feel have helped you the most? So you you mentioned think and go rich. Like what other resources have you felt really have helped you on the way in your journey? Yeah, so I would I would say, you know, I, I love books. I'm a big fan of books. I, I try to read, you know, it drives my girlfriend crazy when we go up to, you know, New York or something like that. <laughs> She's shaking her head. Um, I, I literally love listening to books in the car. I'm not a reader. I hate reading uh, for the most part, but I love sitting there and, and, and reading books. And the reason why I prefer books over podcasts or anything else is because a book is a complete thought, right? Yes, you're you're picking, you know, we're, we're having a conversation on the show, um, but a, a book is going to bring you from A to Z, it, you know, hopefully in its entirety. So it's going to bring you across the thought processes, why things happen, how they happen, everything that you're really going to want to know. I feel like a book typically covers a little better. What the the so I, I highly recommend listening to books. I also do recommend listening to podcasts because not everybody has the time, such as myself, to write a book. But there's a lot of people in this world that have really good information that could make you better, but they just simply don't have the time to do it. Um, so, you know, personally, my beliefs are read books, listen to podcasts, and then like our conversation was in the beginning, find somebody that's like two steps ahead of you. Um, you know, as much as I would love to go get, you know, training from, you know, Usain Bolt's coach, which is the fastest man alive. He's no, he's so far out of my league. It's not even worth having a conversation with. 
So you need to find somebody that's just a couple steps ahead of you and follow those people, um, you know, through thick and thin and learn what they have to teach you. Um, because every business and life are, are very much so follow, you know, a stepping, you know, stepping stones or, or, or stairs, right? You, you constantly have different levels. And every time you go to a new, a new level, there's struggle, pain, you know, whatever it may be, but that's how it really works. And each step makes you a better person, right? And I don't care if you're somebody that sits at home and you run Facebook ads and you make, you know, tons of money on, on, on Amazon, there's still things that you have to go through. So you went to, you know, maybe you went to school for technology, you went to school for something else, you did this, you did this, all of these things step up, they might not all be as crammed together as many business owners experience. But it's constantly this growth that you're going through. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I I love it big time. I, I think um, I, I think fundamentally, it's. I mean, I always say it's all about people, right? So uh, in life, what I've always found is that the most successful people around are often the most willing to help. So even when they're really busy, like successful people, if you show the drive, if you show you really want to. I've had very few people say no to me. Like when I've asked people that I really wanted to mentor me or, you know, people that like even people that was 10 steps ahead of me sometimes that I'm like, hey, can you, do you have 30 minutes to sit down for a cup of coffee? And I, uh -huh. I so often people say yes, even people I would never dream about saying yes, right? Uh, yep. but, but the thing is people, people love others that take initiative and, and everyone that have succeeded big time have succeeded at the back of other people. They have succeeded with the help of other people. And, and most people, I know that from myself, right? We fucking love giving back. Like we love yep. giving back. But, you know, you don't want to give back to someone who don't really care. You want to give back to people who are actually going to, who are going to do something, right? And I think that's key. I think that's key. Uh, I, I think it's funny you mentioned that because I think that, you know, that's, that's I think, part of the reason why I, I started the business and, and, you know, yes, these people were doing me a favor by coming on my show, but at the same time, I was providing a crazy amount of value, right? I give them a nice Facebook post, like I would give them, you know, hey, they could share this out, they could sell themselves on it, whatever it may be. I think that that was, you know, super, super powerful. And because I showed initiative, right, and I provided value, and I'm a big fan of providing value first, helped me tremendously with getting my foot in the door because it just, it, 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 allowed people to say oh he is serious about what he wants to do um he's interested in starting a business and he's already had me on his podcast i've spoken to the guy for extended periods of time it immediately built was a trust builder and that made life a million times easier yeah yeah actually one of my friends so so i know a, a bunch of people who who recently finished uh, an mba in okay and uh, it was interesting. So many of them were sitting around talking about how hard it was to find a job and all this. One of them started a podcast and uh -huh. he got a job really quickly. Right? Yep. So people I heard him on the podcast and they're like, this guy is taking initiative. He's doing things. He's not just sitting down and sending out resumes to a billion different email addresses, right? Like he's doing things, he's taking action. And that's the thing, right? And I'm, I'm honestly, like, I, I love podcasting. It's not about podcasting. It's about freaking doing things. It's about taking action. And, and 
honestly, podcasting, even if you're starting from ground zero, like if you're 18 and unemployed and can't find a job, starting a podcast ain't that difficult. It You're yep. going to learn a bunch of stuff. There's a bunch of skills you need to learn. And that's a great way to learn. If you can't sit down and figure out how to do a podcast, then you know, you're probably a bigger problem. But if you actually sit down and are serious about things like that, you will put yourself in a better space. And, and you could do it in many different ways, right? Like you could start a website, you can start a YouTube channel, you can yep. do anything, but get yourself out there, get your face out there and just show people you're doing things, you're taking initiative. Yep. I, I'll, I'll do, I'll give, I'll give myself a quick little shameless plug. I am releasing a podcast course to teach people. Um, the reason why I'm mentioning that is because, is, is not because, yes, am I going to make money from it? Of course I'm going to make money from it. That's why you go into business. But disregard the business and, and the money that I've made from it. It is incredible how many doors, right? Just like you had mentioned, like you get access to people who would never take a phone call from you otherwise. Um, you know, quick example for people that are listening. I interviewed the number one real estate agent on Long Island. The guy sells about 200 uh, to 250 homes per year. In real estate world, that's literally a home a day, by the way. And at you're making, you know, between three to $10,000 per home. You could do the math on that one, right? And it took him a while to get there. This guy doesn't sit down for a cup of coffee with anybody, let alone a meeting, right? Like you have to, you have to, you have to know Jesus basically to, to get a meeting with the guy. It is that hard unless you're selling a home. He heard about my podcast. He was interested in my podcast. You know, I met with the guy at four o'clock and four or five o'clock in the morning for two podcasts because that was the only time in the day that the guy had time. But because I was willing to do that, he's opened up tons of doors for me and nobody has access to this guy. I could text him. That's probably a little late now, but I could text him most hours of the day and I'll get a text back within 15 minutes, right? Like that just doesn't happen with anybody else that, that, that knows him. And people are like, Oh, you know, this, I'm not, I'm not going to mention the guy's name, but if you want to go find it, it's on my podcast. But Hey, this guy is like, I can't ever get a hold of him. Can you do me a favor and text him? I'm like, no, 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 I, that's, I don't do that. I, I'm not going to text him on your behalf. It's nothing against that person. He's just super busy. And if it's not something that important, I'm not going to bother him for it. But when I text him, it's a, it's an answer within 15 minutes, every single time because I started the podcast, because I have the, the, I showed initiative and I provided value and all these other things that kind of come into play that other people think are stupid. It gives you access to people that you'd never be able to talk to otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, it's a great way to network that, uh, I mean, it's one of the favorite things for me with running a podcast is the fact that, you know, I get to talk with so many different people, people I never knew of and, you know, people who are in the same space or people who have lots of interesting stories or background. And it's like, I, I find it just an absolutely amazing networking tool in general. So, yeah. Yeah, it really is. It really is. It's, it's, it's an incredible tool. You know, as long as your podcast is, is, you know, professional and you take it seriously and people see that, uh, your podcast can bring you to some places that you'd never think are possible otherwise. And I would say, I mean, most people who start podcasting, the first 10 episodes are probably going to be quite poor. And that's okay, right? It's not about that. You got to put, put the reps in. You you got to put the reps in and you got to do them. You got to start, right? And uh, yes, you will not be perfect from day one. No one is. But doing it is what it's all about, taking the initiative. So, 
Awesome, Harrison. Awesome. If people are eager to get hold of you, what's the best place to do so? Yeah, uh, I have two websites. You can go check out my personal brands. It's just my name, harrisonbaron.com. If you just Google it, I promise you, you're going to find me uh, at this point. Um, uh, if you're looking for digital marketing services, you need help with that, uh, you know, growth-generators.com. Uh, you know, and I'm, and I'm open at, you know, help as many people as I can. It doesn't have to be, you know, if you want to pick my brain, you want to talk about business, whatever it is, I'm, I'm all for it. Uh, reach out to me on either platform. And like I said, I am dropping a podcasting course. If you're interested, if, you know, and the only reason I'm doing is, yeah, I'm going to make money on it, whatever, that, that doesn't matter. But it has drastically changed my life for the better. I could not preach it enough just because it's an incredibly cool tool and it gives you access to more people. And if you're thinking about it, uh, I'd, I'd be happy. I'd be honored to teach you. Perfect. Harrison, thank you so much for joining me today. It was awesome to get to hear some of all your stories and, and some of all your good advice. So thank you very much for joining me. All right. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And to the audience, we'll be back again next week. Thank you for hanging on all the way to the end. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review. Thank you for listening to the Mad Singers Management Podcast. Please leave a review. It means the world to us. You can also learn more about management at madsingers.com.